Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight fire for Thursday, March 25th. Big Thursday in the NBA. Trade deadline day. It's going to be chaotic. Probably nothing will happen, but uh, we will spend the better portion of this podcast talking about what may happen, what could happen. But I teased this on yesterday's podcast. I said there was big news coming. It was more on a personal front than anything. Folks, I got vaccinated on Wednesday, and um, I got to say, it was one of those weird experiences where leading up to it, I'll be keeping it real with you guys, just being straight up authentic. I was nervous. I don't know what I was nervous about. I've talked about this with the wife. Uh, It doesn't really make sense, Um, but I was nervous. I I mean, it it was maybe a nervous excitement, like it was almost too good to be true. And finally, this year of hell And listen, it wasn't hell for our family. We did not get COVID, but it was hell not seeing our family members and kind of being cooped up and doing school at home and not being able to live a normal life. And it was hellish. Um, 
for a lot of people, it was extremely difficult for us. You know, we, we were, we're all right. Um, but it, it just sucked as a year. It was, it felt like a wasted year out of what I like to still think is kind of the prime of my life, you know? Um, but I, I got the Johnson and Johnson, the one and done. And, you know, it was a quick and easy process. I want to give a major shout out to the Los Angeles Urban League out here. They did a tremendous job. It was, listen, fortuitous. You know how they say life isn't what you know, it's who you know? I got a text from a buddy maybe a week ago. Hey, here these guys are doing the vaccine. A pretty easy sign up. Instantly pounced on it and everything was taken. Disappointed. You know, because I've gotten like four of these big teases from people. Hey, if you sign up, blah, blah, blah. And it just led to nothing. And finally, he sent the link again, I think a day or two later. And I jumped on it and quickly gobbled up an appointment for myself and the wife. And I didn't look at our calendar. It's one of those funny things. We were just like so desperate to get this over with. Because uh, my parents, uh, my wife's parents, they've all been vaccinated. And we need to start getting them to see the kids, um, you know, not to get too personal and away from sports, but it's been over a year. Like if grandparents want to come out here, they like to come out to LA and it's a little, uh, nicer, shall we say than Florida. And, uh, my brother obviously got the vaccine as well. Him and his wife, they're coming out. So we got all these guests coming in. I'm like, we got to get the vaccine. So I go in easy process. I honestly was so geeked that the first thing I wanted to do after getting the vaccine, I got to go get my free donut. So I roll up to the donut place near my house is this place called Randy's Donuts. I walk in, I got my certificate. I'm like, yo, let me get that free donut. I got the vaccine. You know, I'm all grinning behind my mask. And the guy looks at me and goes, I think you're talking about Krispy Kreme. And I'm like, oh no, did I screw that up? I was so excited. I saw free donut, you know? And, and I was like, oh man. So I quickly look on my phone. Is there a Krispy Kreme nearby? Not really. Fine. Let me just buy a donut. Damn, I was ticked off. Anyways, I treated myself to a nice lunch and not the donut place. Then I went and got a sandwich and played basketball with some buddies outside. Just, it was just a great day for Jason McIntyre. I, I got I will not soon forget getting the vaccine. Obviously it's not a hundred percent. Nothing is in life, but we're going to start to have some fun. I, I think it's time, right? I mean, we've been, everybody has been going through a tough time and it's time to, I don't think we're going to get to the roaring twenties, uh, the way everybody thinks, but I, I do believe this summer is going to be one for fun. I hope you guys, Hey, vaccines not for everybody. I get it. Um, I'm in a circle of friends and I think everybody I know wants to get it. Uh, I don't really know anyone who's like, I'm not getting it. I'm sure there are people out there. I, I don't really know them, but at any rate, I've rambled on long enough. And now, um, let's turn our attention. Shall we? to the NBA trade deadline. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? 
Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So without question, the biggest story in sports today, the NBA trade deadline, 3 p.m. Eastern. It's going down! And what that probably means is nothing is happening. There, the NBA trade deadline is the most overhyped, under-delivering event that I can think of in sports. Honestly, like NFL free agency, massive, huge things happen. We always see movement, and it's usually chaotic. NBA free agency, same deal. But the trade deadline, like... I mean, right now, if I told you, keep an eye on Kyle Lowry, he could be on the move. Oh, by the way, Kyle Lowry turns 35 today, you know? And it's funny, if Kawhi Leonard doesn't go to the Raptors, how is Kyle Lowry viewed as like an all-time NBA player, right? Before Kawhi Leonard gets there, and Rob, I think you'd agree with me, 
Kyle Lowry is a guy who was with DeMar DeRozan in the backcourt in Toronto. They won a lot of games in the regular season. And when it came to the playoffs, they always pooped their pants or vomited all over themselves, often against LeBron. This guy's and, a choke artist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then Kawhi Leonard gets there, and it's like, oh, what do we have here? We've got something cooking with Kyle Lowry. And, you know, there was an argument that Kyle Lowry might have been maybe. There was an argument that he or Fred Van Vliet could have won the finals MVP. I don't know. Kawhi Leonard got it. But if Kyle Lowry's on the move, you know, what does he bring, Rob? A veteran leadership? Like, you got to just remember, you're trading for a 35-year-old. He's 35. He spent his entire career Basically, well, the, the, the most important years of his career in Toronto. This is a guy who was very sad and down in the dumps for a while when they got rid of DeRozan. Like, it could take a while. There's going to be a steep learning curve when Lowry gets to his new spot. He's already said he wants to retire a Raptor. So I do think there is some risk trading for him. Rob, I, I don't think the Lakers should make, get anywhere near Kyle Lowry. I don't see any value there. Well, it's funny that you brought up the Lakers because Woj reported yesterday um, that the Lakers were one of the teams that's suddenly in on Kyle Lowry, which I think says more about how they feel about Dennis Schroeder and his 20-plus million-dollar-a-year contract extension that he wants than it does about Kyle Lowry. But I said it earlier this week, and I'm going to stick by it. I think of all the guys, and we're going to run through a few of them here, of all the guys that could be dealt at the trade deadline, the only one who I think that can actually sway any kind of balance of power or have any kind of legitimate impact in the playoffs is Kyle Lowry. You know, Over I don't Aaron think Gordon, huh? Yeah. And, and it's just because based on who we might go to, like, you know, up until yesterday, the two teams that were most linked to Kyle Lowry were um, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Miami heat. Now I don't think that him going to either of those teams makes them the favorite, but he is the kind of player that would fit with those teams that would give them the best chance I think, to, to win the Eastern Conference. And if he so, goes to the Lakers, okay. I think that he's a huge upgrade over Dennis Schroeder in the short term. I don't know if you can say two years from now or even next year that'll be the case, but if the Lakers think that they can weather this storm without AD and, and uh, LeBron and get to the playoffs, having Kyle Lowry as your third guy as a much more dependable option than Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and disagree. Uh, I Historically, Rob, We've seen big guys move at the deadline, before the deadline, and they have a huge impact. Rasheed Wallace to the Pistons, Mutombo to the Sixers. Both of those teams got to the finals. And, of course, Pau Gasol going to the Lakers a little before the deadline. But historically, and again, the NBA has changed dramatically, big guys get it done. Now, there really are no big guys here, but Aaron Gordon kind of fits the mold. Young, springy, defensive-minded guy on the wing. I mean, again, I, I don't want to poo-poo Kyle Lowry because I know a lot of people like him. And yes, he's almost certainly a first ballot Hall of Famer. Then again, everybody gets into the NBA Hall of Fame. But again, this is a guy like Kyle Lowry shooting 43% from the field, 39% from three. And I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy who's, again, turning 35 today and he's going to have to take a significant backseat. Okay, in Toronto right now, it's like, okay, Kyle, guys, Kyle runs the show. He's the boss. Uh, listen to him, uh, Kyle Lowry, it's his team. It's his franchise. And Kyle Lowry goes to the Lakers, and, you know, it's LeBron's team. It's LeBron's huddle. The ball's in his hands. Is Kyle, you know, is Kyle Lowry going to deliver as a spot-up three-point shooter? You know? I, I, I don't know. Now, a team like the Sixers, where they are desperate in the backcourt, it's, you know, I watched a little of that 
Warriors Sixers game last night. I'm like, my gosh, Seth Curry's out. Danny Green's making okay, occasional shots. I mean, it's Tyrese Maxey. It's uh, Matisse Thibel. Like in a big playoff series where the Sixers have not really prevailed in one, you're going to need that veteran. And Kyle Lowry's exactly the guy you want. I think, you know, again, though, Rob, you, like if you were to go to the Lakers, yeah, that's a very nice get. But are you really parting with Dennis Schroeder, young, offensive minded, for Kyle Lowry? Well, the Lakers. And I mentioned this earlier. Their issue, I don't think, is with Schroeder the player. Because Schroeder the player is fine. Like I think, I think he's best suited as a sixth man. He thinks he's a starter, and the Lakers think he's a starter. So he's probably a back half of the NBA starting point guard. But the problem is, and this is something that that New Orleans is dealing with, and we'll get to Lonzo Ball in a minute, is that he, what he wants financially does not line up with what the player is. And that's the problem. So yeah, he wants Lonzo Ball money, right? Yeah, that's funny. He said Lonzo Ball money. Yeah. He, well, I mean, wants, Lonzo's asking for twenty. Okay. He wants I mean, that clutch sports. Cha- he wants a clutch sports tax. Yeah. Okay. Who would you take at twenty mil per? Schroeder or Lonzo? Lonzo. Oh, stop it! Are you I, kidding? I've seen me? both of them. I live in Los Angeles. I, I, Are I you know serious? which one, what they can do for each team. Oh, now, individual players, I think Schroeder is probably better. If you were to get him to like Atlanta or get him to Charlotte or whatever, pick a team, I don't care. I think in those settings, he's probably a better player because he can distribute better. He's quicker. He's he's more explosive. But for what the Lakers need from their point guard, Lonzo Ball is like the ideal fit for a guy next to LeBron James. That is wild. I, I did not know that Rob G has a ton of big baller beer uh, brand uh, gear, I guess. I um, ordered it, it never came is the yeah, problem. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, so j- it just so happens, if you look at the stats, this year, Lonzo and Schroeder are right next to each other in the standings. Uh, Lonzo is has a, sl- a slight edge in three-point shooting, 38% on seven a game versus Schroeder's three a game, 31%. Field goal percentage, it's a wash. The, th- the thing that jumps out at me is Schroeder can get to the line. That's what he does. He can lead a second unit. And, Rob, if you're looking at pl- around in the playoffs, you want to rest LeBron and AD. I trust Schroeder, Montrez Harrell, and Kuzma leading my second unit because Schroeder can create his own shot, K- Kuzma can create his own shot, and you could do some pick and roll with Harrell. Lonzo Ball never gets to the foul line, shooting one free throw a game. Just never gets there. That's not his M.O. He's not really a pick-and-roll guy. He is, again, he's hitting threes at 38% a clip in his contract year. But I, I, I just don't think he can carry a second unit the way Schroeder can. Remember, Schroeder has been in the playoffs back in Atlanta. And I think he had a good series averaging like 19 or 20 a game. And then last year, first round with OKC playing as, alongside Chris Paul. They were down 2 nothing in the series, and Schroeder basically carried that team on his back for two games. I think he had 29 and then 31 points and, you know, helped them uh, progress the series along and stay in it. I just, I don't see Lonzo as that kind of guy right now. I, I, I wouldn't do, I mean, I well, just... I, I, I agree I, with stunned. you. I agree with you, but there's two fundamental flaws of what you just said. Number one, yes, Schroeder and Kuzma can create their own shots. They'd be better in second year. The problem is neither of them do it well. So just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should do it. That's number one. Number two, in any playoff situation, and the Lakers did this all in the bubble last year, which I assume, assuming they make the playoffs again this year <laughs> and everyone's healthy, um, the, they don't ever sit LeBron and AD at the same time. The they, they're going to have to. They're in gonna the postseason, they can't. 
They'll well, get run think, out of the gym I, I in the playoffs. I think that's what, like last year's team. You could not sit both of them because there was nobody who could create his own shot. And I think that's why they swapped out Danny Green for Schroeder, Harrell for uh, Dwight Howard. Like those are guys who could actually score. I'm not expecting long bouts, but like a four minute stretch with no LeBron or AD. I think Schroeder and Kuzma and Harrell could tread water. No. It depends on the matchup. I, I wouldn't feel too confident about it, especially we've seen now the last three games that they've played without both of them, how terrible the Lakers were Oh, yeah, but they're going against ones there, you know, and like they're, they're yeah. not ones. I think a second unit, I, I don't know. I guess I trust them a little more than anybody. Now, how about this? Kyle Lowry and the Boston Celtics. Is there any hope he goes there, provides some stability to what sounds like a, a, a slightly messed up locker room? It does not sound that way at all. The, the team that does sound like they're going to, excuse me, the player that does sound like he's going to end up in Boston is Aaron Gordon. And we talked about that earlier this week. They, they're they going to flip Marcus Smart, it looks like, with their trade player exception to get Gordon and uh, Evan Fournier. And we talked about this earlier. I think that the move like that makes them a great matchup for Brooklyn because then they can switch everything. They're all kind of six seven to six nine guys. They can shoot a little bit, well, actually a lot with with Fournier and Jason Tatum. And um, I think if you're Boston, and we've seen that this this season, there's something wrong in that locker room. There's something wrong with that team. They've been below expectations all season, and they need a shakeup. And so if you can get Aaron Gordon and Fournier, or even just one of them, without having to give up too much, because at, at this point, when you're a sub-500 team, how much is really too much, as long as you're yeah. keeping Tatum and Brown? I'm 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 stunned here. I did not realize Evan Fournier got buckets at this level. So he's averaging 19 a game, shooting 45%. That's better than Schroeder or Lonzo. It's 38% from three on seven a game. So there is some volume there. And again, he's in Orlando. If you go to Boston and you say, yo, Evan, post up in the corner, Tatum or JB or Kemba will get the ball to you. And he's like a fourth option. That is dangerous. That's exactly what you want. Like Joe Harris, come playoff time with the Brooklyn Nets, is going to be the fourth option. And you know what? That's an Olympian you've got, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in the corner who is a sniper. Now, if Evan, because listen, people can't guard Jason Tatum going to the bucket. J- Jalen Brown, same deal. You got to give the help to Kemba Walker, still elusive at his age. You've got three different guys creating. And now instead of streaky Marcus Smart, you get a guy who's Evan Fournier, 37% career from three. Uh, 39 last year, 38 this year. Like uh, that, that's really dangerous. And you add Evan uh, and Aaron Gordon, like that's pretty lethal. And I don't think I would pick the Celtics to upset the Nets, but I'd maintain Rob. And I'll go to my grave saying this. I think the Boston Celtics are the can throw the biggest scare into the Nets. I don't think it's the Sixers. Uh, I, I just have no idea how they're guarding Kyrie and James Harden. And I like Ben Simmons a lot. You know this. Um, I'm putting Ben Simmons on KD, and Embiid is, you know, hanging around Jeff Green or whatever. And I just don't know how they match up. But Boston, listen, is Jalen Brown going to stop James Harden? Of course not. Nobody's stopping Harden. But he's a good good defender for him. I don't think you need as much help as if you had Matisse Thibel or Danny Green on him. And then Tatum. It just wrecks people one-on-one. I, I really do like this Boston team. I just I don't know what's going on in the locker room. Did you see the tweet, by the way? Um, a guy, uh, Kevin uh, from the ringer, Kevin O'Connor, Kevin O'Connor had a tweet saying like, oh, uh, Tristan Thompson is not well-liked in the locker room. 
And I think it was Jalen Brown retweeted it with like the blue hat symbol. By the way, what does that even mean? I that means cap. It means that's a lie. But like, how does cap become lie? I don't know. I'm not hip. I'm not young anymore. You're cool. You're young, man. You're supposed You've seen to know the grays this stuff. in my beard. You know, I'm not young anymore. I, I I don't understand how cap means lie. Anyways, okay. So apparently things are good in the locker room, according to Jalen Brown's Twitter feed. So you give me Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier, and I'll just I'll put money on the Celtics to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think there's the second best team after uh, Brooklyn, which I know is crazy, and people are going to be like, bro, you are crazy. You're losing your mind. Well, I, I would do that deal too, but let me just play a quick devil's advocate for you. The Boston Celtics, I mean, Tatum and Brown are, are outstanding players. They're both deserved all-stars. I think one of them may even make all-NBA. I'm not sure which one, but one of them might. It's pretty clear, though, that neither one of them is a leader in the, in the way that you'd expect your best player to be. And from everything that we've heard coming out of Boston, the leader on that team is Marcus Smart. Yeah, that's the issue. And so the question is, is is the talent upgrade between Fournier and Gordon versus Smart so much greater than the leadership and the heartbeat, the soul that Marcus Smart gives you? Because I would do it, but I just want to get your thoughts on it. All right, yes. Let me push back, and I will say, I think it was three years ago, Kyrie, or maybe it was two. Uh, yeah, it was three. Kyrie Irving was traded or three or four years ago, Kyrie Irving was traded from Cleveland to Boston. He was supposed to be the guy in the locker room. And he ran into problems with the young guys, Jalen Brown and um, Jason Tatum, who Kyrie, I guess, tried to sun a little bit like, hey, this is how you do it. And I remember Kyrie ended up calling LeBron and saying, hey, man, I remember how you got upset at me. Now I see how I was acting. I'm running into the young guys. Okay. So then uh, they get Ky Kyrie leaves, and now Marcus Smart is the guy in the locker room. Well, how's that working out, Rob? He is the heartbeat of the team, but if the heartbeat of the team has been injured most of the season and they're still at 500, maybe you need a new heartbeat? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's, it should be Jalen Brown's team or Jason Tatum. Obviously, Tatum is a superstar. I don't know what he's like as a leader. Um, on the court, we'd know it, but... It's similar to the Clippers, right? We talk about this all the time. Exactly. Is Paul George the alpha in the huddle in the fourth quarter of a close game? To hell no. Is it Kawhi? He don't talk. So now, Clippers are looking around dumbfounded that the Nuggets are running their ass out of the gym. And it's like one of the Morris twins is like, yo. And everybody looks like, who are you? Wh huh? And then Patrick Beverly, who's sitting most of the game because he's just not that good. Or he's in foul trouble. Speak up. Yeah, he's in foul trouble. Like, <laughs> you know. I don't know. And leadership matters, man. That's big. We know right now. Phoenix Suns, who's a leader? Chris Paul. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, some of these teams, you know, Donovan Mitchell is the jazz leader. He barks. Everybody else listens. The, the other question about this is Philadelphia for a while. Who is it? Embiid or Simmons? Well, I think Simmons is officially deferred to Embiid. Can he be a leader? I don't know. And I'm sure some people are listening and saying, oh, that shit's overblown. I don't think so, man. Rob, you played high school sports. I play a lot of pickup basketball, and I know that's not the NBA, ha, ha, ha. But when teammates are talking, switch, pick left, pick right. Come on. Hey, he's got to get out on that shot. When, there are team when teammates are talking, they're winning. Communication is everything in relationships, business, uh, in your marriage. Like You need to communicate. And I, I look at the Clippers. I'm not seeing communication. 
when you've got Chris Smart out, uh, Chris Paul out there in Phoenix, there's communication. He might be doing it in kind of a harsh manner, um, but you need that leader, that alpha. And and you're right. It's Marcus Smart in Boston. What happens if he leaves? Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I guess they've got to answer that. Brad Stevens kind of has to answer that question. It's funny, Rob. Every time Brad Stevens' name comes up, oh, what does he want? What's he done? He's overrated. Like, timeout. He's been to the Eastern Conference Finals three of the last four years. Twice, I believe twice, he lost to LeBron. And the other time, he lost to the Miami Heat in the bubble in a series. Man, I thought the Celtics had that series. And then in game one, remember the block Bam Adebayo had on the Tatum dunk? Yep. And that was in like overtime of game one. With like, one finger, You don't know right? which way the series goes after that. I mean, yeah. that was a close series. Yeah. And, and to anybody who thinks that leadership does not matter, just look at back at last season's playoffs in the bubble. Yeah. The two teams that made it to the finals were led by LeBron James and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. And, like and think tough, tough-minded guys. Tough-minded guys where the team took on the personality of their best player. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Not to go too far away from the trade deadline, Rob G., who is the leader in the Brooklyn Nets huddle in the fourth quarter? That's the million-dollar question. That's the million-dollar question. It's it's going to be Kyrie Irving. I don't don't know if it should be Kyrie Irving is the problem. See, here's my, uh, you know, never talked to James Harden in my life. Here is my guess. James Harden went there saying, yo, I'm deferring. And he let his play speak for itself. And if you notice, pretty quickly, Kyrie was like, yo, you can be point guard. He didn't say Steve Nash. He's like, you be point guard. I'll let you be point guard. I think that's internally, I think Kyrie knows the team is going to be better with Harden running the show. But the question is when the chips are down and you're in that foxhole, and there's four minutes left, and you're down two. Is Kyrie still going to be like, "Hey, James, okay, what do you what do you think?" Because listen, they basically got three guys who are going to demand the ball, Rob, and that could be their undoing. I don't know, Kevin Durant. Um, I mean, like with the Warriors, this was this was supposed to be a question. Remember, it was like, "Who's your guy in the fourth? Is it is it Curry? Is it Clay? Is it KD? It's the system, and they had that system, and I." Challenge you guys. I think I bring up this quarter more than any quarter ever in that I've seen in sports in the last decade. Fourth quarter, or uh, third, sorry, third quarter, game seven, Rockets Warriors in Houston. The Warriors were down 10 at halftime. They came out and it wasn't like, okay, it's Kevin Durant's time to shine. It's Steph Curry, take over. No, they ran their system and it was unleashed, unstoppable. The system that they had. Rob, do you remember this quarter? Yep. I mean, it's, it was the quarter where I think Jordan Bell had two between-the-legs passes to Curry who would, like, pass and then run to the corner, and Jordan Bell dropped it between his legs on a screen or something, and Curry just splashed, and then Kevin Durant in transition, and Clay pull up. It was just like, that, that system's incredible. I, can, can Nash get them to run that in Brooklyn? I Personally, I don't think that, that would work there. No, I don't think it would either. And, and you know that the only time that the the Sixers, or excuse me, the only time that the Warriors were ever really challenged during that run when they were healthy was when the Rockets forced them out of that system and said, okay, we're just going to switch everything and encourage you to go ISO with KD. Now, KD is awesome. And he kept, he actually, I think, won at least one of those games by himself. Oh, yeah. But the problem, though, is that system was so elite that no single player would have been good enough to outdo the system. So once they got away from that, started running their action again later in the series, that's when they were able to beat Houston. Um, by the way, real quickly on uh, Kyrie Irving, shout out to him for doing what every American citizen would love to do, and that is uh, take your birthday week off under the guise of a family matter. I love that. I'm going to tell our boss, Scott Shapiro, that you know I'm just going through some stuff at home, 
in the middle of August, you know, for a weekend, I got to be off and it just coincides with my birthday. Uh, 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 no, no, no. You, if you think you've got brass balls like Kyrie Irving, don't do it in August when there's nothing going on. You know? Do it <laughs> Super in the Bowl week. Of the football playoffs. Okay? I'm going to do it Super Bowl no, week. No, no. Super Bowl week would be the NBA playoffs. <laughs> do it like in, in the regular season. Uh, do, do, do it in November. Hey, you know what? I, I need some time off. In the middle of November, football season. What? What? College football's happening. NFL. NBA. College hoops, and I know you like, I'm talking Rob G into like college hoops. And you're going to just bounce. You're going to peace out for a couple days and vanish like Kyrie. Um, By the way, I did just look up the box score of that Warriors-Rockets game seven. In the third quarter, that pivotal third quarter, when they trailed by 10 at halftime, outscored the Rockets 33-15. That, by the way, is the game where the Rockets missed, what was it, 25 straight threes? Some insane number like that. I think it was 27. I think it was 27. So Durant had 34 in that game. He had five threes. Curry had 27, 10, and nine. He had seven threes. Clay, 19. And it was like the big three just obliterated them. And I I mean, listen, I'm not going to freak out a little bit, but I had a lot of money on the Warriors in that game, and they were down 10 and a half, and I haven't sweat like that. In a while, Rob. Honestly, and plus, like my credibility was on the line because all I had said all along was they are going to smoke these fraudulent rockets. I'd been saying it all season. Ah, oh, get the hell out of here with Harden and, and Chris Paul. These guys are jokers. No shot. Um, and it, it, of course, Chris Paul was injured and uh, couldn't go in Game Six and Seven. Remember the famous "I'm going to shimmy in Steph Curry's face." After hitting a three and they take a 3-2 lead in game five. I don't know if you guys remember that. Hit the shimmy in Curry's face. And then like a minute later, pulled his hamstring. It was done for the series. The basketball gods would not let it happen, Rob G. Yeah. Well, the one thing I do remember about that series before we wrap this this trade deadline conversation up is I used to work with Karam Butler around that same time. We had a weekend show together during that series. And he told us point blank. I think it was off the air. I don't think he said it on the air was, I promise you, Chris Paul's going to get hurt during the series. <laughs> and we said, well, why? He's like, because I love Chris. He's a great guy. He's a great player. But he wants it so bad. He's going to be like on edge and so tense mm. the entire series. He's either going to he's like, he's gonna sprain an ankle, he's going to twist something, or he's going to pop a hammy watch. I promise. And mm. sure enough, that happened. And I, I was just like, wow, I've, I've never seen somebody predict an injury and have it come true. So that was I crazy. I feel a little bad hearing that. Goodness gracious. Yeah. That's All right. So, so quickly now with the trade deadline coming up later today of the guys that we mentioned, Kyle Lowry, Lonzo ball, Aaron Gordon, maybe someone else you'd haven't mentioned. Who do you think gets moved? Where to, who do you think stays? What did you, what's your predictions for the rest of the day? Uh, okay. Real quick before that, I, you know, I just dawned upon me as I'm looking over the Lonzo stats, trying to understand your love for him and why you think he's going to be a factor. And Rob, you know, I think one of the best aspects you can have is not just seeing the points in your argument, but seeing the points in the other person's argument. And for the first time, I just thought like, why do these guys like Lonzo so much? I don't get it. And it dawned upon me why I'm out on him. First impressions. You guys know this. First impressions are enormous. And it stinks that they matter so much, but they do. And I'm trying to teach my kids, hey, first impressions matter. You know, when you go to your first practice for the team and you meet the coach, you look them in the eye, you shake hands, obviously pre-coronavirus, whatever. And, you know, you've got to look alive when you go to the first day of school and your teacher's there. 
Yes. Yes, ma'am. No, you know, be pleasant. Yes, Mrs. Whatever. And Lonzo Ball's first impression, Rob, was just terrible. Like it was, you know, it was like this guy's hype. This is the number two pick. And it wasn't just first impression, Rob. You know this. He just wasn't good for the first two years. That's not true. Oh, that's just not true. He was the youngest up until his brother this season. He was the youngest player in NBA history to have a triple double. I think it was like his 10th game. He had a 20 plus point triple double in Phoenix. Uh, you're challenging me on he, he was not good as a rookie? Rob, he, he shot 36%. The, okay, he could. from three. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Do you think he's not a good player? Yeah, but Ben Simmons is still putting up other stats. Lonzo was Yeah, that's what. Lon, I think Lonzo's rookie year, I, I don't even have it in front of me, was like 10, 7, and 7. 10, 7, and 6. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so as a rookie with no talent around him, he was putting up those kind of numbers. I. And it's and it's exactly why that potential. I'm not saying he's that great now, but the potential to what he can be is why reportedly New Orleans is saying we will give you Lonzo Ball provided you take the Stephen Adams or the Eric Bledsoe contract off our hands. It's the I same mean, thing the Lakers did with D'Angelo Russell. It's like, hey, we got to attach something good to get rid of Mozgov. It's so funny that you mentioned Ben Simmons can't shoot. So I did look this up. Lonzo, ten seven and six point nine. So ten seven and seven. On the surface, not bad. Number two pick overall. He didn't even make first team all rookie. Like how? Was he that good? He didn't even. First team all rookie. Are you ready? And this is another reason that people like Kuzma more than Lonzo. First team all rookie. Kuzma. Markinen, Tatum. Donovan Mitchell. Ben Simmons. Kyle Kuzma, who went like what, 28, 29? In the first round. Makes first team all rookie. The guy Lonzo, who went second make second team. Who do they trade for Anthony Davis? We'll give you Lonzo. We're not trading Kuzma. That had nothing to do with that's a common misconception. That oh, so what? It had to do with the salary. Pelicans didn't no, want it had Kuzma? to do with the salary. He didn't make enough money. The reason why Ingram and Lonzo had to both be in the deal was because they were the only ones that were making like a combined fifteen million or something like that. So well, how did so Josh Hart get in the deal? Josh Hart because it was either Josh Hart or Kyle Kuzma. That's what it came down to. I, first team all rookie Kuzma. I like for I, I, first impressions. Would you agree first impressions matter? And maybe that's why people are out on Lonzo. Maybe, but then that means I mean, they Magic Johnson. That means they haven't been watching Magic him this is season. Gassing you up, you know? Oh gosh, save some records for me. I, I'm I'm probably being overly harsh on Lonzo, and I'm sure you guys are going to slide in my Instagram DMs and be like, "Yo, lay off Lonzo," you know? Um, I I just this this idea that he's going to get 20 million and he he's a big deal around. Um, you know, today's trade deadline. I, I, think about this for a sec, Rob. Lonzo was probably the number, was it just salary or was he the number two piece the Pels got in that deal? Or was it like draft picks? Draft the draft picks, I think, were more important. I think it was Ingram, draft picks, Lonzo, in terms of what they value. I, mean, I, I just look back at that deal and everybody's like, oh, the Lakers gave up too much. Oh, really? They won a title. And now, two years later, look, the Pelicans uh, are possibly parting ways with Lonzo and who the hell knows what the future is of Brandon Ingram. Like he's really, really good, but can he be a number two on a title winning team? Like, I don't know. All right. I'm rambling. Anyways. All right. Let's go back to. <laughs> so let's deadline. run through these quickly. Lonzo ball. Is he a Pelican Friday morning? He stays on the Pelicans. Kyle Lowry. Sixers. For what? Just whatever. You don't care. You're just going to push all in. If you're Philly, they, they they've got, they, I mean, I assume they've got draft picks, right? They haven't traded a yep. for a lot. Um, I don't know what they can give up. 
but I think they've got to make a move to get, you know, Daryl Morey's a gambler, right? You know that. I think Morey goes all in and gets Kyle Lowry. Okay. Uh, Aaron Gordon. I'm going to go with, go ahead and agree with you. Boston Celtics are the spot. Is there even a sleeper team for him right now? Portland, I think is the sleeper team that's being mentioned. Yeah. They're so a small we'll forward away, but they've been a small forward away for a while. <laughs> Yeah, for like you know, five years. It's always right. been like, oh boy, if they could get Draymond Green. Well, <laughs> shit, if half the teams could get Draymond Green, that would be a big difference. Here, um, here's the last name I think that we haven't even talked about this one, but this is the one I think is most likely to be moved. Victor Oladipo. Mm, such an interesting guy, right? Went to Indiana, was a budding star, goes, I think, number two overall, and then comes out and was just like, oh, he's in Orlando where, you know, Great players go to become irrelevant and doesn't really do anything. Then he's shipped to uh, OKC. He was on that Russ team post Kevin Durant. And he's, again, 15 points a game. Like, what well, is this guy that good? Then goes to Indy, I think in the Paul George trade. And that's when he blew up. And it was like, oh, this guy's an alpha, 23 a game, led the league in steals. Uh, I think he went toe to toe with LeBron in the first round of the playoffs, if you remember. He did. There was yep. no Kyrie, right? And then the problem is then he gets hurt the next year and he hasn't been able to stay healthy. So Victor Oladipo all of a sudden is like 28. I I don't see it. I, I don't know. Where, do you, where are you on Oladipo? Uh, I think he's definitely going to get traded. And I think that the team that can afford to kind of take a chance on him would be a team like the Knicks. That That's my, my hot take. Is so I think the, he goes Knicks to the Knicks pair what? Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Derrick right. Rose. right. Because it's not going to cost you anything. And and not a lot of people can absorb that $21 million contract. Right, because the Rockets are just looking to unload, right? Yes. Mm, That actually makes a lot of sense. Um, But then you know Victor Oladipo goes to the Knicks, and he's going to be chucking and ducking because he wants to get paid in the offseason. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Is that that feasible, though? Like At this point, Rob, Lonzo Ball wants $20 million. Okay, John Collins wants $20 million. Um, you know, Victor Oladipo wants 20 mil. Like I know that the NBA sometimes has monopoly money, but at what point in the NBA do we reach the the level where it's like, if you're totally out of the mix, like Orlando or Minnesota, you just, why would we pay 20 mil for a guy when we could just stink and get a high draft pick? Aren't we headed there where, like, there's going to be a batch of teams at the bottom that's like, you know what, I'm not, like, Houston could say, oh, well, let's make Lonzo our next point guard. I mean, we've got John Wall, he's hurt all the time, but let's make Lonzo our next point guard. And then it's like, why? Why don't we just stink for a couple of years, load up on high picks, and do what OKC did? They drafted Russ high, Harden high, Kevin Durant high, and boom, they were like a major threat. Why spend on free agency? I just, well, I don't we, know we already had that happen. Out. It was called the process in Philadelphia. And because of that, Sam Hinkie had, cannot get a job in sports. That's why. Really? Yeah. We, we, we've already seen that happen. Uh, so they, they blew um, a game seven freakishly uh, on the Kawhi Leonard shot to a team that won the title and it didn't work? No, I, I think it worked fine. But for whatever reason, Sam Hinkie is, you know, his name is mud around the NBA. Like what he did, people don't uh, like it. I would hire that guy in a heart. I need, we need to get an NBA team. I, by the way, uh, yeah, so anyways. All right, uh, I was going to say I, my goal is to, um, is to get an NBA team, um, at least a bite of an apple, like a 1%. Um, I, I, you know, if, what am I? I I'm, I'm in my early 20s, so give me, fi- 
<laughs> Give me 15 years. Uh, all right. Anyways, uh, that wraps up the NBA trade deadline. Hopefully there's some action we could talk about tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.